This episode is brought to you by Farm Bureau Financial Services, Zach Miller Agency. If you're looking for an insurance agent with a personal touch, someone willing to have the real conversations about what's important to you, assistance with submitting claims and offering quality coverage options, Farm Bureau Financial Services, Zach Miller Agency may be the place for you. Whether you need home, auto, farm, commercial, life, or health insurance, we're here for you. Check us out at agentzachmiller.com. Farm Bureau Property and Casualty Insurance Company, Western Agriculture Insurance Company. My next guest is a Norfolk native, husband, father, grandfather, and a survivor of a gruesome motorcycle accident in the summer of 2021. Jay, thanks for making time to be here today. Thank you. I'm Zach Miller with my co-host, Anita Larson. What's up? And we are touching base with Jay Belts today. Let's get a little history on you kind of before we get into the accident. Were you born and raised here in Norfolk? Yes. Yeah? Yep. Did you go to Norfolk High? Yes. How was that? (laughs) Crazy back in the day, I guess. Many moons ago? Yeah. 87. 87? So, yeah, it's been... Many moons. Yeah, yeah. So, That's not too bad, though. You were an A-plus still, student, yeah, too, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> With honors. You're, you're still spry and young, yeah? Yeah. So, yeah, born and raised here. Uh, my dad worked at Nucor 40-some years. Um, yeah. So, so you guys are both kind of in kind of some of the bigger industries here in town. He was Nucor, and you were... So, yeah, um, graduating everything and... Had an opportunity to use a scholarship through Nucor, but good old North 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 Norfolk Panthers. <laughs> um, didn't know quite what I wanted to do. Um, was working uh, at the time at the packing house. Um, got got on there. Uh, just got point in my life. I was tired, burned out. I guess in Norfolk at the time, I thought I had enough. Born raised here. And I, I wanted to change. So you get into how I met Heidi. That's my wife. Um, I said one more night in Norfolk. Went cruising downtown. Uh, smoking buddies. Used to be a good old 7-Eleven. Pulled up there. I filled my car up. Her and her friend walked up. Asked if they could have a ride. I said, sure. And, you know, 37 <laughs> years later, <laughs> I never did leave Norfolk. And... Uh, so you, you, know, you were all ready to, like, get out and go? Yeah, I, t- I just told my mom and dad I, wa- I was going to go to Omaha. I think it was better, you know, better place to be, sprout off and do something, <laughs> and uh, end up having my first daughter at the ripe age of 19. And so I said, okay, I need a different job with benefits. And so that's what got me on that affiliate foods, Yep, which is now AWG. Right. And so... 33 years there, so hired there at 1990 till two years ago. Wow. And, and we'll get into that. Yep. But uh, with that, uh, you know, four girls, one son, and now 13 grandchildren. Good Lord. So, Busy so, family. Busy family. Yeah. So, I mean, if you want a big story, that's it. And So, you met Heidi back when you could still cruise up down Yeah. You down know, Maine. for our, our typical thing was... Uh, we would go to Seven uh, Eleven, get them good old nachos, and uh, just the big gulp glasses. Then you would 
we would uh, take alcohol, pour it in the big gulp, and <laughs> take those wherever we would go, and you'd yeah. sneak all over the place with those. So, you know, just a normal kid, I guess, growing up in Nebraska. Right. Uh, but, yeah, we had we had a good time. I think, I think back then the 80s were good, even though for our parents, maybe not so good. Right. Uh, but, yeah, so... Do That's you ever awesome. look back and think like, man, I am so glad that we stayed in Norfolk? Or do you still have that little thing in the back of your mind that's you know, like, you know, I kind of wish we would have left just for a little bit? I'm glad you brought that up because my dad always told me, think with your head and not your zipper. <laughs> so, but I guess, guess I, you know, um, no, not to say that in a bad way, but no, I'm, I'm glad we stayed, you know, uh, like I said, uh, a lot of people and, and you guys with Zach being my insurance man, <laughs> um, you know, has helped us out. And, you know, I've, I seen Norfolk, you know, I was playing football when 13th street was two lanes, right. Where Johnny Carson's house was. And when they widened that up and all that. Um, so Norfolk has changed a lot, you know, and they're trying to get better and stuff. And I, I do you guys talking about that, but I think, I think still Norfolk, it's been good. Yeah. Um, and we'll get to that part here in a little bit. Um, because, you know, I, I did 22 years on nights. Uh, made that sacrifice to be with my kids during the day. And then, was it two years ago, right before, we'll talk about that too, the wreck. Yep. Um, it was my turn to go to True Days. So I got off nights on a Wednesday morning. Slept for about four hours. Heidi come waking me up. She said, you got to apply for your job. <laughs> I'm like, what? And so I woke up. I called my my boss that I've had for 33 years. Same boss. Called him up. I said, hey, Brad, what's going on? And he said, hey, Jay, uh, we just got took over by a company called AWG. Wow. And so that there in a nutshell almost changed my life because I looked at my wife and I told her, I'm not walking in that building for anything less than I'm doing now. Right. I worked that long, you know, <clears throat> excuse me. And, uh, um, I said, get ready because if they change one thing, I'm selling out and her brother's wanting us to go out to Denver for 20 years now. And I said, here's her chance. Well, I went into that night into the, into it and uh got a two dollar hour raise we didn't lose no benefits i didn't lose no vacation time the only thing i lost was they do receiving at night not during the day so i i won on everything i just wasn't going to days right so that's what kind of kept us here you know well and affiliate was good right their company you know strong company i thought and you know we made it that long at least in the business. Right. So, so you kind of felt like fate at that point in time, just kind of well, nodded its head that yeah. you, we're not done with Norfolk yet. Yeah, well, and you know, my wife, God bless her heart. I've been lucky enough to have all my kids here yet. Yeah. I have my oldest in Osmond, but everybody else is here. So I'm a lucky grandparent. I get to see him most all the time. So I've, I've been awful blessed with that. So, so when you, when you were still working, you know, you you and I we talked about it, have a really big family. I'm sure it kept it really busy. Oh yeah. We talk about balance. Well, it's a big word on the show. 
how did you guys balance between the work and raising all the kids and, and how did you guys make that all work? I think with anybody that's been in a relationship for a while, it's, it takes work and some days and you, you guys know that. I don't know. You're nope, you, not nope, married I'm, yet. Not yet. But I am. But so, some days I still want to do what I want to do. And Heidi wants to do what she wants to do. And you got to come to a compromise. And I think with the kids, we, we look back, we're like, man, how do we do, how do we do everything? And I, and you just had to be a team. And if one night, she had two of the kids and I had the other three going, especially in high school. When they get in junior high and high school, it, it gets busy. All over the place, right? Yeah. And so, you know, with my girls, but I told them, as long as you're in stuff, I'll support you guys. Is your high school's one shot? And most all of them played sports too, right? Yeah, most of them did. My my middle child, Erica, she was the busiest. You know, she was cheerleader, flag captain, show choir, it was just crazy. So it's it's almost like a job. So that takes a lot of money too. You guys probably had to make sure you saved up for all yeah, that. Yeah. Especially cheerleading. If you got a cheerleader, God bless your heart out there because cheerleading is yeah, cheerleading at, and dance. And dance. Yeah. Is a, so Erica, I gotta tell you, went to cheerleading her first year. So we're buying the uniforms and back then it was about twenty five hundred dollars. Right. That's insane. The the next year <clears throat> They decide to change outfits again. There's another twenty five hundred plus. I had another daughter joining, so it cost me over five grand for cheerleading. So was that cheerleading or was that the Pink Panthers? Nope, that's just cheerleading. Cheerleading. But, I have wow, no 2500 idea. That's bags. That's bags. The They're whole. Your, that's the whole thing. But I realized, them uniforms when they cheer, it's like a job. Right. If if you have a cheerleader and someone that dances too, I mean it's. It teaches them responsibility, and they 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 travel, they go out of town, in town, all over right. the place. So you're, but I was lucky enough to have my daughter being a cheerleader and a flag captain. So I go to the football games, I got to see her perform flags and then cheer too. So that was that's cool. Yeah, that was kind of cool doing that. But very interesting. So Heidi Prey helped play a lot in the balance. Oh yeah, she did. You know she. You know, she's been doing licensed daycare 25 years plus, and she... Commend her for that. That oh, t- yeah, takes a special person. Some people can do it, Some, you know. Um, but uh, with that, she did that so she could stay home with the the kids or our, our kids and grow them up. Right. And be, be a mom yet. And then that's why I did nights. So good old dad, I come home, sleep a few hours, and we're up and running and... It's just a sacrifice you do when you're a parent, and, and right. you, you put that commitment into your kids. Right. You know, I think that's huge. That's great that you guys were able to do that, though. Yeah. That she was able yeah. to do the daycare for that long, and yeah, and she's still doing it to yeah. this day. Yeah, yeah. I just asked her tonight, actually. I said, how how much longer, dear? <laughs> I said, how much longer? And, well, there's uh, so much of a need for it. It's kind of hard to just... Well, and, and I think she's... She, she's... Did, Dwindling down. Yeah. Yeah. She only she only takes so many on. Right. And I, I, I never blamed her for that. I'd never second guessed her for doing it. And but she's you, good at it. You guys are such great people. So you guys also, I don't know if you want to talk about it or not, but you guys also help out with um uh, oh, I yeah. can't remember the name yeah, of the place. We have a mosaic. Mosaic, yeah, yeah. So we're a host home for them and yeah. So we took some time out. I shouldn't say time out, uh, <laughs> but time in. To, yes, be able to bless two individuals that um, they're just part of our family. 
I think it's amazing that you do that because every so I I usually come to your guys' house to we talk about insurance and right. whatever, um, and they're usually there and it's just you guys they just seem so happy. Yeah, you know, and it's it's such a relief to uh, not a relief even, but to feel good about that I can help change, not change, but help them be like a normal family right. or something they can be a part of, right? And just feel like. Feel just, loved? Yeah, feel, just, just feel the emotions that. I mean, we, we just got into family pictures. They're in our pictures. They go with us wherever we go. I mean, they're just like brother, sister, right. you know, one of our own kids. I still don't Love know how that. you guys fit the whole family in one photo. Yeah, you, I, I should have showed you the new picture. Yeah. I saw it. You yeah. put it on Facebook. Yeah. I saw that. It's. I just can't believe it's so many people. Well, and it's weird that two people can make that happen. 37 years. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So, so much I, love you guys have given your kids and then your grandkids. and Right. Yeah. So that's been, yeah. That's great. Uh, moving kind of on. So we talked a little bit about how the city's kind of changed from when you, you know, you, since you've been here. Have you think it, do you think it's changed for the better, for the worse? A mixture of so both over the years? I heard your couple guests talk about that. I, I think it's going in a good direction. What I have an issue with, or my some of my opinion or issue... Yep, go for it. ...is everybody talks about the south side of town, and I'm talking about the packing house... Yep. ...and the freezer services where I work sitting empty for, I don't know, 30-plus years now. And love what they're doing downtown. I think that's great. I just think there's a, a lotted wasted area down there that's that they really don't want to look at. It sounds like they maybe are going to start. I think when Andrew was on, he was because that's his district. Yeah, and, and I think he was and, talking about revitalizing some of the south side of town. Yeah, there. and I think that'd be great. I'm not saying it needs to look like you know a million dollar expense, you know million <laughs> right. dollar homes right. and right. And build a lake there, whatever. I'm just saying, and there's so many new apartments out there. Right. I'm surprised that no developer wants to put a grocery store and, and develop. Sooner or later, they're going to want that or need that out in that direction. Well, there's been, you know, they've been trying to do a little bit. They were trying to take over the old stockyards. Yeah. Um, they tried to revamp the depot, the old and, depot, and that and, didn't, both of those fell through. And, and, and I think one of the problems with that is educating people. What can you elaborate? Just how it was going to work. Because everybody has opinions and everybody says, man, they're going to throw it all in one lump ball and we're going to get taxed for the next 60 years and they're going to spend the money on other things. If they would have just explained to them, I think a little bit more. Wouldn't it be great if there was like an interview-based podcast that could bring people on? <laughs> And tell the people about that. What? Well, or you could even do that. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I was being facetious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know, but uh, yeah, I just so that would have that would have benefited. But even back for then. me and for everybody that that wants to, you know, just instead of striking everything down that they they like to do, I know there's opposites in in all sides. And I also think sometimes they don't give enough information. So right, everybody's got to be transparent so that everybody knows what's going on. And I, I know they try to be transparent. I'm not trying to talk down on anybody. But 
for the people that maybe, aren't, as you're saying, aren't educated on it, and all they see is dollar signs on taxes and right and things that, you know, her coming from being single, right? Let's say let's say she doesn't own a house now, but let's say she did. And what if she had an issue with paying property taxes that go to things that she has nothing to do with? I run into that stuff all the time, so <laughs> I'm just kind of used to that. But so, like, what do you? I mean, I, I I didn't know that at one time. I think Sioux City and Omaha both had a tire tax. Mm-hmm. That's why they ask you for, for the roads yeah. for, for your zip code if you're shopping. Yep, and mm-hmm. you're from out of town. Yep, it was the same thing with the restaurant tax here to help with like the revamping of Memorial Stadium and the water park and all that. I don't know if you remember that or not. I but. do, but that's a dip. And just like this, the us growing up, you asked how we did it. You know, God bless JC Penney's for being open because we mm-hmm. we do that fifty percent off or right. spend fifty, save twenty, and we're really diligent right. each, right? Yeah. But um, why? Doesn't Nebraska have that one thing? No tax for that school weekend. When I'm going up to Sioux City, I'm going to go because I don't have no taxes. But I, I'm buying school clothes for five kids. Yeah, shoes, pants, shirts. So it's just not a couple hundred bucks I'm spending. Mm-hmm. You know. But if I'm if I can save that no tax that day, I mean I just don't understand why Nebraska yeah. can't get that going so the money stays here when the money's going outward. I think they're trying to work on that, especially like in in Nebraska and in the Norfolk area. We're trying to get more where we're, you know, but it's hard to, there's a lot of places, a lot of things we have to go get elsewhere. Right. Which kind of, you know. And, and you asked about what they're going. I think the restaurants downtown are great. Mm-hmm. I think it's great, but I think it, we just need to, some v- different variations of food here would, you know, We'll, we'll get into that later okay, too. With yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get into that later with your with your <laughs> yeah. stuff. But I, I, I also ahead. think like when it comes in general to, I mean, you talked a lot about education and having the conversations and things like that. Like, I just see that in everywhere all the time. Like, you, a lot of times people's lack of understanding is just because they haven't had the conversation about it, or right. because they haven't gone and taken the initiative to look things up themselves. Um, but I know there's just so many things. I mean, how do you keep up with everything that happens, but having a good media platform, having good, you know, definitely would help. Um, but I know I definitely don't hear about all the things that I, that happen in this city that I know I should either, but so it's hard. That's hard. Do you think it's, it's a lack of a media source? Do you think like, I'm not a, do you read the paper? Yeah. Do you still? Yeah, I do. So... I wonder, I wonder, I would love to know where that gap stops because I don't read it that often, like at all. So I wonder at what age did that go away? Like how much of the city do you think probably doesn't read the read newspaper? Paper. Yeah, that, that would be a good poll. And, and no offense to the newspaper, I just don't always think they cover things well enough for people to be educated on it. Well, that too, and I just think there's stuff that happens in Norfolk that Norfolk don't want to. Well, air, that's, that's what I'm here for. Air, so. air, air out there, well, I guess. Yeah. And and I'm not saying that in a good way or a bad way. Right. Yep. But 
if they want something to be heard or seen, they'll put in the paper. Right. If they don't, well, and we'll get that because we'll talk about them a little bit yeah, too. That's so. okay. We're, we're pushing things back. Yeah, or we're yes. trying. We're trying to. I don't want to get into that quite yet. Yep. Yep. That's fine. Um. So yeah, downtown's good. I, I agree with you. I think uh, a variety of some restaurants would be good. You know, we we've kind of lost out on having a good um, Chinese takeout place. You know, we got the mall, but. Pander Garden, I liked. I liked. I, I, I miss China Gate, so I was a China Gate fan. Yeah, and, and Panda Garden had the best Sunday buffet for I think under ten bucks. You had many, all you could eat, and mm-hmm. they were packed. Right. I'm not saying I was there a few times, but oh, yeah. maybe maybe a couple times. <laughs> a few times, but it was it was good. And we yeah. Just, yeah. My wife and I were just we were just in Lincoln and we we're talking about that how that we don't have we we ordered we went and ate early and went and looked at the. Christmas lights at the zoo, and then we got back to the hotel around like I don't know nine o'clock, and I'm like I'm kind of hungry, so we DoorDashed some Chinese takeout to the nice. hotel, and I was like, oh my god, this is so good. <laughs> One thing Panda Garden was always good for too. I always got a laugh when I went in there, and I know that sometimes they got bad reviews for being rude or whatever. I got a kick out of it. <laughs> like there were times that I would walk in or I would call for a takeout order. Like if it was over noon hour at work and I'd call and they'd be like, we busy. You call back in 10 minutes. Okay. And like hang up on me. Yeah. <laughs> and some people were just like, Oh my gosh, they're so rude. But I just got the, it was just their personality, but their yeah. food was so yeah. good. Yeah. And yeah, it was. Yeah. It cracked me up. So yeah, I, I agree with you. The variety would be good. We have a lot of the same. We, we have plenty of barbecue places. We have plenty of pizza places. We have plenty of uh, Mexican cuisine. Um, yeah, we got a couple of I would call fine dining places. Yeah, I just think you know, growing up, you know, we had Brass Lantern, you know, a good steakhouse. You're right. To, we don't we don't really have like a like a comfort food spot anymore. Greenery. Yeah, I guess be, yeah. yeah. Kind of forgot the about closest. that. That would be the closest. You know, do, Double K, if they ever brought something back, please bring Double K back. <laughs> hey, that, <laughs> that lot's I open. Mean, yeah, the car right. lot's gone now. Um, bring no, bring those, back Double K. They're just, you know, but they were priced right for a family. Their, their buck burger and their shakes were just amazing. That was and like a 64-ounce shake. You yeah, just, you just well, put, yeah, it was, but but you got that in the container. Yeah. They'd mix yeah. it and they'd bring it to the table. Oh, I remember it. that. There's still some places that do that. You know, so. Huh. But back to Norfolk and, and someone said we need like a, if you ever shop, take your kids to Five Below in Sioux City. So I get a little hit, extra review for that. But Five Below <laughs> in Sioux City. Someone said we need a Five Below beside a uh, I forgot what restaurant they said, but they they named a restaurant. What's right? Five Below? If you've never been there, go to Sioux City and take your kids. So they change out their inventory every. What, what, two what, to three what type weeks. of store is it? They carry everything from candy to headphones to cell phone really? accessories, but but they call it Five Below because everything in it is five dollars or below. Okay, but they flip over their inventory every two. So and it's half something weeks, new, new all the time. Hmm. So what I did a couple of years ago, we took all my grandkids, I gave them each $30, and I told their moms and dads, you don't tell them what to buy. Oof. <laughs> it's coming from Mimi and Papa. Yep. We're, we're giving them $30. If they want to spend it all on candy. It's, spend it all on candy. Yep. I said, you guys have no say-so, or you're standing outside <laughs> the store. Right. And so 
and we're going to do it again, I think, in January or February, where I'm going to take them all over there and just bless them. You know, I think those are memories. Uh, we just got done doing, uh, we buy sugar cookies, and uh, I'll show you some pictures here when we get done talking, but we had two eight-foot tables full of nothing, but and, and we de decorate them. We have all the grandkids over, and they decorate all the cookies. That's great. Yeah, and just the memories of them coming and doing that. And, man, they had frosting, and we had... Oh yeah, it was a mess, all right. But you know, but that those are good messes. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. that's okay. That's we, what we water call, and soap are for, right? We, we call making cookies flower dust around <laughs> my house <laughs> when there's flower dust everywhere when we're making cookies. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, and I think I think you're right. Norfolk's going in a good spot. I think I don't think we need to really touch on any more there, unless there's something you wanted to add to no, that I, part I, of it. I just think they they are. I, I'm and like she said, I'm I'm glad I'm still here. You know, I think I think Norfolk provided us and uh, a good life to grow do, up. Do you think that you maybe be in the same headspace that you are now? You, I always, you're such a happy, happy person all the time when I well, see you. Do you think you, if you would have moved away, do you think you'd still be in this happy state that you are? And I, and I know there's other factors that cause that, but right, you know, and and we'll get into that. Yeah. But I'm just I'm just sad at that time. You know, is every day not perfect? Everybody says, how can you be so happy, Jared, motivated? Or I'm just me, yeah. you know? And I guess uh, um, I just try to do my best every day. And like someone said, a, a golden rule that stuck with me is just treat people like you want to be treated back. Right. No matter race, color. Anything. Anything. And I always told my kids... And and don't you ever give anybody a bad time at school for what they look like, dress like, smell like, because you don't know if they're coming from a single parent home, their grandma's raising them, or they got a sibling raising them. Or what kind and, of money they have. And, and, and I said, you don't know if they ate last night. You nope. don't know if they got a shower like you do every day. And so I was very particular about that with all my kids. Don't you dare. You know, and I always told them, teacher, your teachers are there to teach you. If you have a problem, we'll go talk. And, we, you know, if we got to switch out because uh, just things don't work. But don't, they're there to teach you, you know. Right. So as they got older and they got in college, I'm like, now, it's on you now. Because if you don't show up for class, you paid for it. And, <laughs> and, and, and that professor is still getting paid to teach that empty seat if you're there or not. Right. So I'm glad you brought up college because I've been asking everybody that has kids how did you and Heidi kind of go through that with all five kids? Did they all go to college? Um, first three, yes. Okay, so the, on those three, how much involved were you guys with the process of picking a college, um, whether they played sports or not? So what, what kind of what what factors led you guys to where you, you know, were? So my oldest Jade, um, she was a thrower, disc thrower for high, and she got looked at by Midland college in Fremont. So that's where she got a scholarship to throw down or it's the weight. It's called the weight in the hammer. Yep. She loved doing that. Loved doing that. Um, so she did that for a while and then she come out and then, uh, she's actually a, a nurse up in Osmond now and got her nursing done and all that, you know, and then my son, Michael, you know, Michael's always, all my girls said that he he must have been excuse me uh, breastfed because he was the smartest <laughs> one. <laughs> but um, Michael did did it all on his own. You know he he put the work in in high school. 
And if anything you can tell your kids is, is that's one thing. If you stay busy with high school and, and you love where you go, take advantage of everything you can. And Michael did that. You know, he got a full ride to, to UNO in Omaha. Um, coming out of there with a social work, a high social work degree where they wanted, his professors wanted him to come back and get his doctorate and they were going to hire him to teach the course. Wow. Yeah. As That's a dad, amazing. Ma- mom and dad, I'm like, yes, right? yes. <laughs> like right? you're only 25 at the time. And I'm like, yep. so he come home that summer and he said, dad, I'm going to take a break. I'm like, all right, go fishing, hunting, take a break off, you know, do what you're going to do. <laughs> right. No, he said, dad, it's, it's, it's a little different break than that. I said, okay, what are you going to do? And he said, I'm going into the Peace Corps. Wow. I'm like, is that where you go learn a job and you learn a trade? And no, dad, that's a job corps. And he said, this is the Peace Corps. So I, I didn't know, you know, me being always worked, yep, not paying much what the Peace Corps is all about. Yep. He sat down and told us, and basically it's a one-in-a-lifetime shot. You know, it's like, take it or we won't look at you again. Right. And so he took it, and I'm like, okay, you know, you can come back and finish. So, well, he took it four and a half years in Ethiopia. Wow. And, yeah, so with that, though, you know, he had a huge responsibility because— of course, he knew he had aging grandparents that probably wouldn't be around when he came back. So to say those goodbyes, you know, that's that's tough. That's a hard decision. Yeah. And so the thing with the Peace Corps, thank, thank goodness for Skype at some times, you know, uh, Ethiopia had the best internet connection ever. Just kidding on that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so... Um, but no, uh, uh, we got to Skype with him and stuff. And But his first commitment was for two and a half years, he couldn't come home. So meaning the only reason he, he could, they would red flight him home if the siblings or parents passed away, not grandparents. And so the immediate. Just immediate family, family that's it. And so he, he, he did a huge thing, you know, me, the normal American thinking Ethiopia's flat, dry, Bone dry. He sent. He was up in the mountains with beautiful waterfalls, beautiful churches that were built out of stone in the side of the mountains up on the part of the country he was in. And so, yeah, to see him and to hear his stories, and to just see him carry on relationships even today and speak in the language, he'll he'll call friends yet talk. You know. So, um, yeah. So uh, he's currently came back now. He did that. Um, he's the area young life director here in Norfolk um, at the junior high level. And he's uh, doing his college degree to become a minister. What a great life experience for him. You know, and all, all I wanted for all my kids was to just do, do what you love to do every day. If that's, you know, you're selling yep. insurance. I, you know, if, if you just do what you love to do every day, it won't even seem like a job. Yeah, and that's kind of how I got Anita to even come work for me. Was that yes, we sell insurance, but <clears throat> we get to help people every day. Yeah, and that's how we look at it. You know, we get to build some cool relationships yeah. with some people. So then, sure. then Erica, uh, the next one up, uh, the busy my busybody, um, she went over to Wayne State 
uh, and got her uh, special ed degree over there. Did a, did a really good job. And she's been at Jefferson School now. She's a special ed teacher over there. So that's awesome. So, so my other two then that didn't go to college, but they, uh, Sarah stepped up and she was higher up at a business here in Norfolk. And, um, currently she stepped down from that and she's a pair at Grant and is her busy. She's, she's very busy with her family too. And, uh, she does a lot and, uh, she actually took on an an individual too. Plus all what she got going on. So she's very busy. And then Hannah, she is in the medical field uh, with nursing and stuff. And she'll travel to different agencies and, and work for them. So kind so, of like a traveling nurse? Yeah. That but pays she's, well. a, she's a CNA, my bad. Got gotcha. Traveling CNA. So going back to the mosaic stuff, when did you guys take on the two that you have? So Sean has been about five years ago. Okay, so then, not not while the kids were... Still no, at home? No, no, no. Kids, I just didn't kids, know if that yeah. had any any influence on this on the special ed. Well, when or no, okay. So. That's what I was wondering if that had any kind of influence on that. But all I hear, like as you're talking about your kids and you're going down <laughs> through, I'm like, honestly, I applaud you and your wife so much because it's obvious in the things you've said and how you've talked about your kids that the values that you guys hold so dear have been passed right along to them. And they're not afraid of hard work from what it sounds like. They're not afraid to put in the work, but also stick to those family ties and the things that I would say in life are truly important besides not just the almighty dollar. So that's cool. I went to Midland too, by the way, but you know, (laughs) shout out Midland. Midland. They're They're a tough nursing school. Yeah. And I'll always say, I talk a lot about you and Heidi. Just you guys are just great people. Well, I'm not trying to be anybody special, you know. I That's just, the whole point, Jay. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> you're not. I'm trying, just trying to be. A, you're a very humble, humble man. You know, and we'll get into that here in a little bit when we start because I I got a few things that you know. Yeah. Well, I think we're we're probably to the point where I was going to say. Let's get right into that yeah. inf- infamous day in July of 2021. Can you walk us through walk us through what happened, what you can remember? Yeah. Um and then I'll we'll kind of jump get into it. Yeah. yeah. So you were I'm just going to just a little bit for the people. Um well, you go ahead. You go ahead. You just go ahead. Well, and start. it's it's you know, started out, you know, as the I went to work that day. I finally on a day shift working 10 to eight at night, my Thursday night ready to get off. And a buddy of mine's got a fancy car It's cruise weekend. July as July 20. Well, that's the 22nd, but it's July 23rd. But he's talking to me. He said, Hey man, you ever going to get that bike of yours out? Like, yeah, I never see you ride it. You never ride it. You know, it's a nice weekend out. I said, yeah, I'm going to clean it up and get it out. So if people listening, you know, I, my uncle Don, Owned B&B Cycle here in Norfolk for... 50, I didn't know that. Yeah, for 50. That's my dad's brother. Okay. So I was raised motorcycle gearhead. Right. Riding for a lot of years. So a lot of people remember B&B Cycle. And then my dad turned wrenches for him until he got hired at Nucor. And then my dad did side work at his place outside of Hoskins. That a lot of people would take his stuff to him. Well, 
and but anyway, yeah. So so it's not like I haven't been around motorcycles. So I had a I had a 2004 Vulcan Kawasaki um, 2000. So you you say, well, what's that 2000? It rated as 2030 cc, which was a 125 inch cubic motor. She was a beast. Um, she was my baby. Um, I just took probably good care of that. You take and, good. You, know, you take good care of everything. Well, you well own, I so. just I just wanted a, a motorcycle I could ride, and I didn't have to downshift to pass somebody. You just grab another <laughs> gear, and you were like, "See ya." Try to catch right. me. But no. So that night, so that that morning, I was getting up. And I was just going down Norfolk Avenue, heading out to my uh, physical therapy place to, you know, do do some back work, you know. And uh, so I'm sitting there at the light on 25th Street. 25th and... Norfolk Avenue, two. going west. Caught the light and, and the weird... Oh, yeah, so we go one... I'm just cruising along, going by Casey's, and then... Bam. Um, next thing I know, I, I'm, I'm knocked out for a little bit. I don't know. I don't remember how long, but I, I remember whoever showed up, they gave me their phone. And it's weird how the human body works because all I know is I must have told them my number is Heidi's on the other line. I'm like, I wasn't screaming, yawn. I just said, Heidi, get here. Somebody just hit me on my bike. And for the listeners, he was thrown about 25 to 30 yards with the bike. Yeah. And so I, I remember setting my head back down and my the bill of my helmet, I was looking through and I heard, I seen a bunch of white coats coming. Was it through me? Thank goodness. Kind of up on the lawn of Faith Regional. Yeah, into the grass, yeah. Into the grass area. And... Well, actually, along the curb, because I later pictures that I found out, I was laying in the one drainage place where the water drains down in the oh, street. okay. So as I looked up, everybody's, I heard him yell, don't touch his head, don't touch his head, don't move him. And so I just took another breath, set my head down, and the bill of the helmet caught my head, and I, I'm out. So... Next thing I remember, I wake up, it's kind of foggy. I'm looking like down a tunnel, and uh, there's Heidi beside me, a couple of my daughters beside me. She goes, she kind of looks at me funny because, you know, after you wake up and you're kind of all the medicine and stuff they use, she goes, can you hear me? I said, yeah, I can hear you. She goes, do you remember what happened? And I said, yeah, somebody hit me on my bike. And she goes, yep. And she took the blanket down and she showed me my left leg, which was like in this big Eskimo cover. And I said, well, that's cool. You know, it's like, <laughs> you know, well, but you know, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. I wasn't in shock or nothing because you're full of medicine and right. stuff. But she said, well, you lost your left part of your left leg. Um, you got a broken foot. Uh, on my right side, oh, well, then it snapped my femur, left femur in half, up oh, on my thigh. Goodness. Messed my right knee up so bad, they're going to wait to see if I can even walk. And then it fractured the uh, C2 and 3 in my neck. So I'm laying, I kind of said, well, where am, where am I at? And she goes, you're in UNMC in Omaha. 
And I said, she goes, do you know what day it is? I said, okay. I was off. It was Friday. Probably a day went by. So I said, probably Saturday or Sunday. She goes, no, it's Tuesday. Oof. And so one thing I people don't understand, I was like, no, no, no. It can't be Tuesday. It's either Saturday or Sunday. Right. When you lose that amount of time, it it's just just weird. Now you, you were life flighted, right? Yeah, actually, I, I I seen the video, and we'll get into that when yeah. I got when I finally got back home. Uh, but uh, that's that's weird itself. But to to see that and to watch that, and to know, <laughs> yeah, I was out. Yeah, I mean, I got a free airplane ride, but, <laughs> you know, but it wasn't. You know, I shouldn't laugh about it. you laugh about that. But to see your well, family, you can laugh to, about it now. Yeah, I can. But to see your family in the video, watch because they want to allow them. It, to come, they had to say goodbye in the hallway, my wife said, as they're pushing me out. And and they wouldn't let them, she can't even go with with them to the helicopter. Like, yeah. they wouldn't let, they had to say, say your goodbyes here. And then. So they didn't even know if you were going to yep. make it. Yeah, they're, yeah. Because the, you were probably, I mean, from what the injuries you're stating, you were probably in pretty bad shape. Yeah, they had. When when I was down there, they had trouble doing the surgeries. Uh, Heidi said because my blood pressure was so up and down, and they didn't know I was, if I was going to make it through any of them. So by the grace of God, you know. Uh, so yeah, so so I was five days at UNMC or five, about a week, probably seven days at UNMC. I started moving a little bit better. Uh, great doctors there, down there, very good at whatever issue you have, they're very good there. Um, then I heard I was going to get moved to Madonna's and I just took a deep breath because through my, well, 53 years of life or now I'm 55, but we had Heidi's sister was through Madonna's. We had a, a really good, another family friend that was through Madonna. So we were very familiar with what they can do there. So I could, I, I just took a deep breath and said, Thank God I'm going through, you know, they're not putting me in a hole somewhere. So I took a deep breath and uh, uh, just kind of closed my eyes and uh, got into Madonna's. And right away I was in there, uh, so many different team members, you know, I had a great team there, but you're meeting everybody the first day they're in. They're telling me tomorrow we're working you. Like they're both of them, both of them ladies said, are you, I hope you're ready to work because tomorrow it's work. And I, I really didn't have much time. I, I, I felt a little bit better. How do you, how do you feel a little bit better when I, my attitude was I had too much to lose to give up. Right. Yeah. And I just said, I told them both of them ladies and I said, bring, bring whatever you got. My exact words were you bring it and I'm going to give you what I got. And uh, they projected me there for 90 days to, to see where I might be at. Well, guess what? 30 days, I'm coming up to Osmond Hospital. Holy wow. smokes. Determination. Yeah. Wow. And, and, and you talk about, everybody says, well, how'd you do it? Like, how'd you, how, I, I don't know. I just had the drive. Like, 
I'm getting out of here. It, it it wasn't like prison or nothing, but when you're in Madonna's and a place like that, eight o'clock from nine o'clock, you're here. Nine to ten thirty, you're here. Eleven to eleven fifteen, you're doing this. And 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 you got one choice. You can lay in that bed and throw a fit and yep. not do it. No matter how it hurts, I was up doing it. And then my free time, I didn't even want to be in my room. I was in my chair doing the halls. I could pick my own body weight up at at that time. I was heavier, way heavier now back then. But I could pick myself up out of my chair, place myself in another chair, and slide board wherever I wanted to go. And my back muscles were so strong and stuff for pushing in that wheelchair. But I just had to... I just didn't, I didn't like sitting. I had to be yeah. busy. So do you think, I'm trying to think about this mentally. So you went from five days or a week at UNMC. Yep. You find out you lost half of your left leg. How did that not affect you mentally or, or were you just so, so determined? Well, so you asked that. And so my second night at Madonna's. And listeners out there, if anybody listening out there, when you lose a limb in, or a part of, of anywhere that had nerves on a, on a wreck like I did, and like my neighbor, or not my neighbor, but the guy in the next door, he had bad, bad circulation and he had his plant, right? Yep. So there's a little difference there. You're still losing a leg because of it, but not like an impact. Right. And so... The pain was so unbearable. It's, I, I use I use the expression like I was in the worst spot in my life ever, because everybody left, and and that thing went on. And, and any amputee will tell you that that nerve feeling in that that stump, it it would just it it would bounce. It would just take off and do weird things and it was just angry mad trying to find where did my where did it go where, where the rest where of the it rest go? go and no medicine took it no nothing I said, so i told my daughter go to shields buy me a mouthpiece because i was chipping teeth oh man and that night as a man i i i cried out to god if you believe in god or not and and i do but i, I just said save me because it was bad intense so did the, yeah, is that what so, pushed you to to work so hard then too to get maybe well, get through I the just, pain probably i'm stubborn i guess i'm full german <laughs> i it, it, it's just i got it in me you know and i thought you know each of us have a will mm-hmm. and i'm not talking when you fill out and you leave your house <laughs> to your wife yeah i got a will in me it just won't let me quit no matter what and that's just me. I'm just, my mom's always told me, well, Jay, you, you always can figure it out because you always do. Well, no, it's because I, I don't give up. Right. Yeah. I might not have much over here, but I'm I'm still not going to give up. Right. I got more to live for than that. And, you know, everybody asks, well, aren't you mad at the lady that hit you? Aren't you upset? Didn't even know her. You know, I no name. Found out where she's from. Yeah, down the line, but... I knew that if I had anything in my heart, that anger, any issues, I couldn't heal properly. So I I had to clear that all out of my head. You know, I had to, I had to say, okay, uh, 
this is my new path. Yeah, this is it, you know. And uh, and God bless the, all the nurses. I thank them every day. All my doctors, I thank them every day. And and there's they come in and say, Jay, man, we hate to see you go, man. You're like the party room because. <laughs> but I said, no, guys, it's 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 an attitude that you got to have. And trust me, not every day was perfect. No, but I made a decision. Like, I don't care how bad it hurts. I don't care what it takes, you know. And yeah, so after Madonna, then I was the funny thing is a lady come in the occupational therapist come in after the I think the third day. Jay, we're gonna address you today. You're you're gonna dress yourself today. I'm looking at her with this big furry thing on one leg. I got a cast in this whole leg's casted up with a neck brace on. And she goes, Yeah, I wanna you're you're gonna take this the gripper thing, grab your shorts, put them over your leg, pull them up. I'm like, you're crazy, lady. Like, <laughs> but you know what? It's it's just a, a different way of doing the same thing I was doing. Like a nurse told me, you're gonna be able to do what you want to do just in a different way. Right. And so if you can adapt to that, excuse me, and 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 overcome some of that, but you gotta remember when you're there, I was on I had my own nutritionist looking after me. They made sure I had the calories I needed, the the everything I needed to to my so my body could recover the best. And right. and I tell you what, pe- people listening or what, you know, the human body can recover. It's it's remarkable what the human body can do with the right fuel. Yeah, yeah. That and the, just the right mindset. Yeah, mindset and everything. I was gonna say, yeah, the right mentality because I mean, the people asking you, aren't you angry? I mean, what's your choice? Like, if you're angry, it's not really gonna change Anything. what happened in the right. past. All you have is this, like you said, the new the new path forward, right. and anger is not gonna get you moved there. So, when the time was to come to come back home or get here. And and I don't know if the listeners know, or if you filled them in, we were building our forever home. And so when my accident happened, the walls, roof, the basement was done. And so my wife, God bless her heart. She's a strong woman because she not only had to do all the stuff I was doing, but she had to, you know, we had to work together and our friends to, sell a house thank god it sold right away but to move a house get it ready for me and you know i was supposed to be home a, a probably a month earlier but heidi didn't want me in the house with boxes and right everything and and people don't understand i was so the closest i got was osmond and i was up there for a couple of weeks or 18 days or whatever it was uh and I was blessed to be up there because my daughter worked up there. So I was more of a celebrity, I think, when I went up to Osmond because they're like, hey, we got Jay Belts up here. And they they let my grandkids take me around the block, which I really appreciated that. I, I really did. Can you explain why you were in Osmond and not in Norfolk? Yeah. So I was sorry I skipped over that. No, no, you're okay. COVID was going on a little bit at that time. I tried to get into West Point um, over by Battle Creek. uh, uh Neely's Hospital, Yankton, Columbus. I try to get into a lot of, and with my case, they, we were going to a step-down bed facility. If they didn't have a step-down, they called a step-down. Yep. 
type, they would not take me. I just want to make sure that the listeners know this because it's the same thing happened with my grandmother. We didn't allow her to, we, we didn't want to leave in Norfolk. Right. But they were going to take her to Osmond for the step down. Right. So for listeners out there, it's basically Norfolk needs to have beds. They need to have a percentage of beds open. open. Yes. To take in new um, emergency patients. So when you're, when you're ready to, they call it step down. When you're ready to kind of, kind of be on yep. your own a little yep. bit, but still yep. need to be monitored. They send you to Osmond, Columbus, yeah. other places. So I wanted, I wanted to make sure they knew why you were not yeah. in Norfolk. And so. and so on my way through, um, when I got right outside of town, uh, excuse me, I just I just lost it. I started bawling like a little baby because I got a, because I thought my dogs would forget me. <laughs> That's weird, but no, it's not weird because they, they when I I said hey, I told my daughter stop by the house. And uh, because I just want to see the dogs real quick. And before we head up to Osmond, and uh, most people, that might not mean nothing, but I got to see my wife. I just got to see my house. 26 years there. Mm -hmm. Right. So that was kind of emotional for me. Uh, But, yeah, I got up into Osmond, uh, treating me very well up there. And then, uh, and and go ahead. Go ahead. You go ahead. I was just going to ask you, so how long were you in Osmond? So I th- it's right at 18 days. That's well, not too bad. I was no. thinking it was longer than that. But. Oh, it seemed longer than that. I'm I mean, sure it did. Osmond, I love you if you're listening out there, but you need a cook. <laughs> the, the food. <laughs> so I got to tell you a funny story. I, I People forget, you know, I, I come from a facility. I'm getting three meals, snack every three hours. The best of the best, right? I love, love you, Osmond. I get up there, my first meal, they bring me this dome plate. I got eight pieces of toast and a little thing of juice. And I, I look at her, I said, is this it? <laughs> this all I get? So I put it out there to my friends. I'm like, somebody save me. Please bring me something up. Bring to me some food. food. right? And believe it or not, um, some good friends uh, made me hold a big sheet, eight-inch dip deep pan of lasagna. Oh, Yum. I'm sure you were in heaven. They brought it up on motorcycles, carried it up, <laughs> pan and all. Wow. Garlic bread and all. I said, just leave it in my room. That's just, great. Just leave it here. The lady come, you want supper tonight? I said, nope. I already got I'm it. I'm handled. Had another buddy bring me a T-bone steak, mashed potatoes, and gravy up to me. Great. You know, so I meant... I, you know, I, I got good, you know, living here this long, I, I had a good source of friends. Right. And, uh, you know, so yeah, after that, you know, we, well, I finally got to get home into my forever home. And going back to that, before you go further, your friends and, and Heidi having to take care of everything while you were still in the hospital. Right. You had a couple of really good friends that were helping her with some of the yeah stuff I, on I, that, right? You know, and, and come to find out, which way do I want to go? Um, my kids put together my benefit at the at the O. Yep. Um, oh, the the poker run. I was gonna yeah. get it. Yeah. Or you got? No, you go ahead. You go ahead. The poker. But, yeah. Yeah. So uh, they had come up to Madonna's and and they already were had it all planned out and and they were doing all the work. Ton of work. If if anybody ever done a poker run, put on a run, you know it takes work. Well, I got amazing kids, amazing son-in-laws. 
And thank you, Northeast Nebraska, for, uh, excuse me. You're okay. For stepping up. Um, City of Norfolk, all the business around, it was amazing. Yep. But it took work. Right. And uh, a lot of people think things just happen. You know what? There's a lot of work behind the scenes. I had biker clubs from Iowa, from Kansas, all over Nebraska send me donations just from the from other brothers telling them uh, about what happened. That's amazing. I and here's some a little tidbit. I had four two clubs out of Iowa and two clubs out of Omaha come up to my room at UNMC and come pray for me. Wow. Because some other brothers up here said we got a brother down there. He got life flighted. And so th- don't think that all bikers are bad. They're not. Just because you ride a bike, you know, it's 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 free wind and everything. So, but thank God for them people because they, I didn't know from scratch. But they showed up, found my room, found me, found where I was at, you know, and just that community, you know. But back up here to these guys that showed up to my benefit, uh, like I said, so... I mentioned a lot of stuff with Team J now that people that still support, not not support me financially, but just stand behind and what I believe in, right? You know, or or what I'm at, what I'm trying to do. And one thing I I did start when I was up here, I, I started with another fellow amputee, uh, Jody Lenton was an amputee support group that we wanted. I wanted to be able to not only help talk about it, but just find other possibilities or other issues that we all have in common or right. just to, because he knows how I feel. I mean, you guys are nice people and everything and great people, but it's hard to ha- try to tell how I felt trying to tell you guys, right. you see the emotions, but just to go through the pain of it. Right. right? And so it's nice to get other amputees together. And, and then I still belong to one in uh, Madonna's that I was hooked up to when I was down there. And most of those amputees are 30, 40 years plus. So me as a newbie, I'm like question after question. Tell, after, me, everything I, yeah, you tell me everything you got, right? Trying to, uh, but no, but uh, with that benefit and everything, you know, uh, like I said, just every small town around, small business around, the business around here in Norfolk, it just turned out, you know, but it takes work, right? It takes yep. I wasn't trying to be a superstar, the super guy, all that. To get back to Osmond real quick, I had a call from the Norfolk Daily News that they ran a story on me about kind of, you know, what we're doing right here. You asked me to come on, and and so that ran too, you know. Now, out of all that, here's, here's what I wanted to say with that. Um... um it's the bad. It's, it's, it's some of the my coworkers that I worked with for 33 years um, turn their backs and just throw me under the bus. Like, like can, can you explain like, that? Well, I, there, I had a couple, man, what'd you do? Call the daily news up and want them to come do a story on you. Wow. That's, that's like, what you, you, slow. you think I, I'm going to call the daily news and want me to, right. not, you I'm know? working my ass off to try to be able to walk again. 
right why, why the hell would i and then you know just a couple other people yeah jay's benefit turned out great must be rough right jesus right like anybody mm -hmm. listening or anybody you know we talked about i'm just trying to be a normal guy doing a normal life and the good that came out of that, but out of all the good, there's always someone that wants to knock you back down. And you just know? So people know health insurance only covers so much. So like to talk about some true numbers, if, if people want to know, uh, I was over a million dollars medically. Right. See, mm -hmm. exactly. You had the flight, you had all the days in the hospital. Like people, I, I just can't believe somebody would say that. Like, oh, the benefit, oh, he must be doing just all right. Whatever, whatever. he had, you you had so many costs involved. And and a lot of people don't understand either that, uh, you know, was, I, I, did, I did one of my best, one of the guys that, that, that donated two days of his three days off to me until we got everything done in my house. So he's kind of like a, a rip, you know? Yep. He'll just show up, Jay, or what do you guys need done? Right. Yeah. But even still a few months ago, they're still, well, I wonder how Jay and Heidi's making it. You know, they're in a brand new house. Jay's not working. Why, <laughs> why, why am I? This episode is brought to you by Box Drop Norfolk. Box Drop Norfolk carries the best quality mattresses and furniture at the lowest price. They get truckloads of new overstock couches and mattresses at a great price and pass the savings on to you. They are a family-owned and operated business. Nate, Rebecca, and daughter Natalie keep their overheads low so they can price these all below retail. The mattresses and furniture are all new and come in limited quantities. Selection may vary. Message them on Facebook. Come check them out. Save some money. Mention you heard about them from this podcast episode. Drop the name Touching Base. Get an extra $30 off. Still any part of your conversation. Right. And if it's, if it's any part of you want to know... You know where I live? Come find me. Yeah, exactly. Not to be a bad person. It's not person like you're sitting or a, in there hiding. You're out all the time. You're right, out doing stuff in the city right. all the time. Just because my world's changed a little bit and we're trying to make the best of it. And first of all, you were already building the house. Right. People, see, it wasn't people, like you got the house afterwards. Well, then I want to come back and say, well, geez, why are you working seven days a week? And uh, what do you do with all your money? Right. I'm only working five days a week, but you got to work every weekend. <laughs> but but I, I don't get anybody's business. It's right. not it's none of my business. Right. But it's it's just bad at people when so much good it went into it. Believe it or not, I had someone tell even tell me they had a buddy in a motorcycle accident and, and I just ran across this when I got back. But uh he goes, uh well, how come they didn't do a benefit for my buddy and they did one for you? Well, because my 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 kids don't know you, they right. don't they don't know your buddy. I'll, I'll support him. I'll, I'll support him any way I can. Somebody's got to start it. It can't. Be, <laughs> yeah. That's what what I didn't understand. It just took it set me back a ways thinking. If you think this just appears just to appear, it it takes work. And 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 my daughter was going to college at the, you know, she had a full time job. Her kids, all my kids were working at the time and still doing all to set it up and to make a go of it. You know, to you know, but I appreciate if you're listening out there and you know my story, great. I want to say thank you for everybody that just put stuff up for the auction. Um 
If you gave a donation, thank you very much. I try to just so many good people out there in Northeast Nebraska. Not, not, I'm not saying Norfolk only, but everybody that, that took part. Right. You know, plus you, you're thinking I, I lived here for 55 years. So just my common places I go do business. Right. They want to help. Right. right. Too. And, and they did. Right. Just out of the goodness of their hearts. Right. You know, uh, my church, first Christian church, you know, I, uh, they came down and 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 blessed me when I was uh, at UNMC. Yet, you know, they, you know, family family church is is huge to have a fa- a church family. Yeah. Yep. That actually care about, no matter how big they are. Right. They they care about their individuals inside. You know, like to, to call it like a community. Yeah. For people that help yeah, each other. Yes. Out. Yeah. Us. So. So yeah. So that's some of the the bad in in all that um you know that kind of sent me back and shocked me as it would anybody yeah i I just i you know you talked we we talked a little bit before the podcast and you had kind of started to bring this up and i said you hold off tell it you tell it when you want to tell it um i just i can't believe the nerve of people to think in that way we talk about that a lot on the podcast how we um People don't want to see people succeed. They don't want, you know, well, and I just don't get where that mindset comes from. And I think people just get jealous if, if, if you're somewhat successful, no matter what you do. Um, I'm not trying to be a multimillionaire at all. You know, I'm just trying to go through life doing what we, I, I know what I think is best, you know. And what you love. And like money aside, I mean, like, to have something that traumatic happen, not only to you, but also to your family. And like, if they truly didn't even take the time to sit down and think about if I was in in Jay's exact position, how would I want people to treat me? And what would I want people to say to me? Right. And so another thing with uh, a, a couple of my coworkers, uh, I'm going to say their names because I, I, I love the guys. One is Steve Johnson. Another one's uh, Paul Rosner and uh, Roger Pojar is the three. So Steve Johnson, he uh, helps build for Whitecliffe or Dover. Or he's doing his own thing. But when I got home, he said, hey, Jay, I, I got you something. I said, well, that's cool. Thanks. You know, I opened my garage door and he built my whole handicap ramp in my garage. Well, he did that? He did that. Wow, that's a big, it's a, it's a decent sized job. Yeah, yeah. You know, and he gave his time and stuff and, and Whitecliffe uh, gave the, the material. That's great. Yeah. And so I just, when you, and then Roger, he's the one that's been there doing all the other extra stuff. And my good buddy, Paul, that I've known for a lot of years, has has helped me out too and uh but when you have people that you think hey i'll be there i'll be there just give me a call give me a call i'll be there well you know you find out you find out real quick when something happens to you yeah which ones are actually going to be around yeah and 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 so did it did it phase me it kind of shocked that i didn't see a few of them but hey that's okay you you find out, and through this whole process, I've I've learned to I've I've gained more more new friends, you know, 
and and out of it. Um, ones that'll maybe be there. Are you talking like ones that'll maybe be there more for you, or like what do you? Well, have? just you know, just uh, people I, that you maybe wouldn't have met otherwise. Yeah, you know, I got I got great neighbors where we moved. Where they're, they're all, you know, we we built our forever house, and and like you said before, I think everybody's like, well, must be rough and all that. Well, they don't realize my other house. We were there for twenty six years, right? Mm-hmm. So, and that don't happen over. A period right. of you time. You raised your either. kids there. Right, you, right. You know? Right. And uh, that's just hard sometimes. Some people just got to just, I don't know, just want to be nosy, I guess. And, it, uh, and for anybody that says that you, you know, you know you're doing, you're doing so well, Jay, you know, whatever, with your, you know, whatever you got. But I want everybody to know, and Jay and I have had this conversation many times, he would much rather be working right now than uh, to not be. Yeah, if, if if you don't think so, uh, if you don't know me, um, I come from one of the demanding jobs around town anyway with affiliate foods. We went through a period there where it was called IDS, changed their computer systems. This is just one instance, but it put us into a four-month span of 120-hour work weeks. And I just got to the point, I told my wife, if they don't change something, like we're out of here because it's you're working six days a week, sixteen hours a day. You come home, sleep, do it again. You know. That's why I said I I got to work with the same eighteen guys for thirty three years. Right. And I, I consider them brothers. I'll call them up today. I'll take them over any young team that think they can outwork us because I know I can count. I no questions asked. You know. Yeah. Yeah. We we just. We never bicker with each other. We just buckled up, got it done, and, you know. Um, but, yeah, I would rather be, trust me, I would take a leg over any amount of money today. Right. And that's no lie. Right. People I, said, well, bull crap. Bull, no, no, seriously. If You can see it in your face. You can tell it by the way you talk. Yeah. I would, I would rather want to be able to kneel on the floor, kneel on my knees, sit on the floor regular, get back in the swimming pool, put a pair of pants on. Uh, hopefully I can do that with my new leg that I got. Um, Looks great, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. I, I was going to go with uh, coca melon or, or <laughs> s- sriracha hot sauce. Yeah. The, yeah. But Heidi said, that's too bright. <laughs> so I went with the stranger things. Well, it looks it, good. Yeah. So... But, uh, but no, so, so yeah, so I think, and people don't realize what kind of, we, we talk about a little bit pressure it put on me and Heidi. I shouldn't use the word pressure. Cause there was a couple of times I got home where I needed help and my own, not to say this in a bad way, my own wife or son wouldn't help me, Yeah. but they were stretching me. They were trying to make. Yeah. They were trying to make you get, just see, see see if you could do it yourself. And I don't know if you can rate this out or my not. My wife would but, do the same thing. But, my wife would do the same thing to me. But I just got a. People might laugh about this, or if you got some business people, I don't know. But I got my piss and vinegar. When when I get to that point, just I'm already I'm German. I'm like I'm going to do it regardless how hard <laughs> how bad it hurts or whatever. Right. Right. But I, I just was, was in a position where I needed help. Right. But they just kind of looked at me. Well, figure it out. Yep. 
not not to be rude. No, no. Or or but they were just trying to stre- stretch me. Yeah. So you didn't get used to they they wanted you to be able to do the things that you wanted to do without right. help. And so my other friend told me at Madonna's said you're responsible for your chair. Nobody else is. And if anybody out there has ever been in a wheelchair, what he's saying is lock it, make sure your chair is locked. It's your job to lock it because twice I didn't lock it and I found out what it does. <laughs> yeah, it, it does move backwards and you fall. Yes. So that's not a good feeling either. Uh-uh. So, but, but yeah, so when I got home and stuff, I think I was just telling Heidi this the other day and, and actually my, I went to talk to my investor too. He even said a lot of people, not like me, but retired people, when you work that long, like I have to, and you lose that, they really said, well, it must be rough. All you do is sit at home and be able to do this, do that, go fishing, run here, do that. Yeah, but you they lose their purpose. Right. You gotta he, get- he said there's more people out there that don't have a purpose no more. Yep. And I, and I was telling Heidi that... She, she just told me, she says, you got to find you again. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, yeah, you know, I got to find me again. So. Has this accident given you like any new outlooks on life? Cherish things a little more. Make time for things that maybe you didn't in the past. I'm going to let you think about that one. We're going to take a quick pause. Maybe use the restroom real quick. We'll come back to that. Okay. All right, we're back. We kind of had to take a little pee break there. Yeah. So going back to the question I asked, has this accident given you any new outlooks on life? Do you cherish things more? Uh, do you feel like you're making more time for things that maybe you didn't in the past? Kind of give us some insight on that. So, yeah, I have to say yes, yes, and yes. So <laughs> uh, with the first one, um, it was if I take a different insight or if i cherish things take a different outlooks on life cherish things a little more yeah yeah so and and i talked to my wife about this you know if you're listening or when you do listen uh take time to talk to your wife or or girlfriend i should say but um because i feel i'm just not the person i used to be just with all the tragic stuff that happened what I've been through when you're laying on the table wide open and you don't know if you're going to wake up. That'll, if that doesn't change you, I don't know if anything would, but uh, it, it did me, you know? Uh, so yeah, any, any moment I get now, like with Christmas coming, this will be my third Christmas since, you know, the accident. First one wasn't very good, you know, coming back because I couldn't do very much. This one, I I can do a lot more, but I just want to, yeah, just, it's not about the present. It's not about the gift. It's, we all have 24 hours in a day, right? It's how you spend that 24 hours for for me. It's the time you spend. Yeah. Because you can always make money. You can always get stuff. You can't get back your time. So you probably don't waste a whole lot of time anymore. Is what I well, guess. you know, a lot of people say, well, what do you do all day? You just run around, you do here, go there. No, I, uh, my birthday, I ran up, I had uh, lunch with my granddaughter up in Osmond. Uh, 
I try to spend more time with my grandkids, invest in them. You know, I, 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 yeah, I not saying I don't waste time, but I just look at it differently. Right. Um, Making those sugar cookies. Right. You know, doing stuff like that in memories. The, the, the electronic people are going to probably hate me, but uh, when all they all come over for Christmas, I think I'm going to take all their cell phones away and just put them in a box. Do a Amen. cell phone basket? Yeah. yeah. I just, like that idea. We, we were debating on doing that. And and, and go back to, uh, you know, my Michael has uh, last couple of years printed up Christmas songs, and we sing them as a family in the garage. That's great. Yeah, just as a group. doesn't matter if you're loud, you're off key. It's about just doing stuff together as a family. Doing it together. Yeah. yeah. And, and... Uh, so yeah, so I, I just look at things a little different. I, I do cherish everything I can, but it's mainly time because that's something I've been blessed to where we built at. I get to see the most beautiful. If you ever see some of my pictures, sunsets ever. From or that, storms coming through. Or storms coming. <laughs> uh, but I look at that and seeing a thing posted like even sunsets. Even those, you only got so many. Right. We don't know how many we all do, and I'm not a gloom and doom type person. But it just, it's, it sets me back. And with that, I got to tell you, I was, uh, last last weekend, uh, I was making some, I wanted some taverns. So if you don't know what taverns are, loose meat sandwiches, yep. sandwiches, but I call them taverns, whatever. And it threw me back. I was making my grandma's recipe, and it put me back on the farm when I was 10 years old with my grandparents, you know, just simple life. It just automatically took me back there. And I was just kind of, I just sat and relished about that because those are memories that's just in here, right? It's, it, it's, it's in me. And uh, that's, that's something I want to teach my grandkids to hopefully pass down with, you know, just certain things to them. Yeah. Live in the moment, right? Yeah. Especially when memories are coming back, because sometimes you don't, you don't always think about that kind of stuff all the time, and then when, when they come rushing back, it's like, wow, this is yeah, this is great, yeah, you know, and and just uh like, you know, I, I have the opportunity to take up my grandkids to Little Panthers, and uh, she's every day, Papa, can we go to McDonald's? <laughs> you know, and I, first time I have uh, Jackson is is her brother, I picked him up from in the park. Papa, can you take me through scooters? I'm like, man, I'm going to have to get a scooters card, a <laughs> right? McDonald's card. And, and, and how do you tell them no? I mean, how do you say no to that? It's probably tough as a grandparent to do that. My yeah. my, grand, my my parents to my kids are the same way. You know, it's like, man, they just look up to me like I'm their Superman. And, right. And I don't take them. And, man, they're going to hate me the rest of their lives. <laughs> also, but, you know, but I I think grandparents, I'm in a different role. If, if, if that makes sense to, with my kids, I never did put limitations on, on my grandma and grandpa. Right. With, 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 with my own kids. So I just hope they don't try to put limitations on me and just let us be grandma and grandpa. Let us have our memories with them. It doesn't sound like they are. Well, no, you know, but sometimes they get, well, they don't need that. Or why'd you get that for them? <laughs> or, you know, right. why'd you sugar them all up and send them home? <laughs> you know, but, right. But, you know, I just, you know, I just wanted, 
try to be the best grandparent I can be because me growing up and remembering my grandparents, they're already older where they couldn't go to softball games or right. high school events or God bless their hearts. They would have if they could have, but they right. were just at that age where they couldn't. Well, yeah, with, you having, with you having your first one at 19, you're, you're still in your, your prime with the grandkids now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's Heidi is 53 and I'm 55. Yeah, you so guys are just in the, the middle of your life. I mean, we were going through Walmart. We'd have two carts, and Jade was maybe pushing the third with the two of them in it. Yeah. And yeah. people would look at us like, well, there's a, I shouldn't use that word, but they're, what are they doing with all that? You know, and yeah. I'm just being, you know. Right. But to get back to that real quick, I want to tell you, I grew up, my first house was a 1963 Chickasaw trailer that sat right across from Johnson's Park, right along the railroad tracks. Wow. Yeah. So if, if you guys know, is uh, I thought it was Old Man Something's Trailer Court. Yeah, uh, it, it, they just they just tore the last one down. Yeah, but mine, mine was right by the tracks. You could put ice cream in the cupboards, and it would stay all winter long. <laughs> I mean, you know, I thought I had it made. I had a 1963 that Chickasaw trailer. I had a 73 Chevelle SS, 650 Yamaha Special, and a pet rabbit. And I thought I had the world by the... Yep. Yep. You know, just a simple life, right? Right. But, Yeah. So anyway. No, you're good. That's a great story. So it can't but, be a simple life. Yeah. And I, I think even today in school with in were you raised farm city? I wasn't city. I was city. She was farm. I'm farm. farm. Yeah. I think a great a great way to get kids today is uh put them on a working farm. Yep. Show them how to pull thistles, fix a fence, scoop that's, poop. That's one thing that I even though I was a city boy. My mom owned Holiday Auto Sales, so I grew up detailing cars. That still work? Yep. Not super grimy, but I mean, it was it was hard work, you know, making sure all the cars are clean, clean customers' cars coming through. And yep. That's what I did all through since well, basically since I was thirteen. Right. Know, so. So, but yeah, I I just so I I just want to take and do something special with the grandkids, and like like you said, I meant over Thanksgiving, I. A lot of people know what Phase Ten is. I don't know if you guys play Love Phase Ten. It Love gets it. it gets pretty evil at my, my pretty aggressive. <laughs> I've never heard of that one. It's different. Card game. Yeah, different yeah. phases you got to do with okay. cards. Okay. And if one goes out, you got to count points up. Gotcha. And and then they got skip in there, so you you, you skip people. And mm -hmm. I told Mike they like ganging up on me, so they lay a skip, and I'm like, well, you keep one more, and you're out of the wheel. And you're like, <laughs> they're gone. Go. Like. It gets pretty intense, but but so even like with, with your kids and the grandkids, you've kind of got to be a pretty good role model with what you've gone through, right? Don't you think? Do you think your grandkids but see I that? Or I, no? I don't. I just try to. Am I perfect? No. Do I still get upset, mad? Yes. Well, nobody's perfect, but but I did. I don't demand, but even my my grandkids. If they they get a little sassy and stuff with me, I they still my I my my grandpa had a woodshed, and if you'd back talk or say one word, they had willow sticks. We all know what a willow, and you shave it yep. up. Well, that's that's beating your kid today. That's that's yeah. No, it's I didn't. You can, uh, you can say whatever you want. It's no, okay. but but I was brought up just saying 
you know, but even today, if I see an older gentleman or older lady, it's yes, ma'am, yes, sir. Right. Mm -hmm. I was never in the army, never in the service. Right. God bless some people that did. I just show them respect. Yes, ma'am. Yes, still, sir. Yes, please. Thank you. I still open doors for other people. And, and and that's another thing. Thank God, you know, when I when I came back with this and I started doing a little bit better and a little bit better as as we're going here, I told every of my friends, don't you change a thing if you invite me over. I already feel bad enough. You didn't want accommodations? Is yeah. what you're saying? Right, right. Because I wanted to be part of the group again. Treat me just like me. Jay. Yeah. Don't, don't treat me you're like just, right. you're it's still not Jay. like I'm coming over to Zach's house. Hey guys, Jay's coming over, so we gotta clear this out or we got to move everything outside. Right. He can't do steps or I already feel bad enough. Right. Of what I can't do or what I, what I have to fight every day to do. Right. And that's another thing you said, well, Jay would, man, you know, must, it must've been rough, but I want to tell people, I still fight every day to, you know, to, to, even though I'm in a good mood, it's still a will to do it. Right. right. And not every day is perfect. Right. And a, a good coach out of Lincoln, he is a football coach. He is an amputee for 30-some years. He said, Jay, I hope your good days outweigh your bad days. Mm -hmm. Trust me, not every day is going to be good. That didn't scare me. He just let me know. And that's someone's 40-plus years. I'm only in it two and a half. But that's good advice right for now. anybody. Right. right. He just let me know, hey, bud, stick with it. Not be careful of some things to do and not to do. And and so you kind of adapt to some different things, just maybe doing them in a different way. But man, I tell you what, I can shower, get out of the shower, put it, put this thing on faster than you can say bang now. I'm sure. You, you know, <laughs> yeah. because I don't know. Uh, if you never have to mess with a prosthetic of, of any way or sort or have a friend or grandma, grandpa with one or whatever, I hope you never do have to, but just be patient with them and know that, hey, you know, they're just trying to be them too, you know? Right. I know you mentioned that you started an, an amputee group here in, in Norfolk, right? Yep, yep. Like a support group. Yep. How, how, has it grown? Has it got a lot of traction? Do you have, I'm maybe there's not even that many people around that, to be part of it, well, but how instrumental has been that been for you? That's why we named it Northeast Nebraska Amity yeah. Support Group. We had our first meeting a few years back at Perkins, had a great turnout, got people's names and numbers. Then after the time and meetings go, it kind of was just me, Jody, and his wife, which is fine because I, yeah, if you don't know Jody Lanton, sorry, Jody, I used your name, he's a double amputee. He was called uh, Flames or Fire Legs. So he had one done, and in a few years, he had another one done. And now his wife has an amputee, too. So, you know, I tried to hold meetings, library, college, put it out there. I thought I was doing some good, and it just kind of just me and Jody, just me and Jody. We tried different restaurants in town to have it in case people wanted to eat. Food likes to bring people together, talk, mm -hmm. just talk through some issues. And so after, I don't know, last year sometime, I tried to have a Christmas party I, 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 to get people together, just come out. And it, it's, I just wasn't getting no feedback. You know, me and Jody, which was fine. I was fine with me and Jody. We could, but we both agreed that there are other people out there. And I yeah. know there are. 
And uh, I still got to reach out to a couple more that I, I've been given a name to 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 a couple that just want someone to talk to. Well, yeah. they may be just afraid to take that step to be out and. Well, I, I think yes, I think, uh, but some people are after, if they're not going through nothing, then why do I need to go? Sure. Right. So what's it going to do for uh, for me if I don't, if, if I go? In like, my opinion, maybe this is going to, I'm not, I'm not trying to sound bad here, but maybe they could help somebody else. Maybe they're not going to get the benefit well, that maybe they think they're going to get, well, but maybe the, they could help another person. And that's what my my projected outlook on it was, was, hey, if I can get Jody, he's a double amputee. I'm yep. only a single, yep. but he's been in the game a lot longer than I have. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's why I looked at him to get advice from him. Right. Even though he's a, a different case, um, you know, or or I had a, I had a, single arm guy from from birth he a farmer that he basically doesn't even wear it and he had he just he said that everything got in the way and he learned to wrench wrenched on tractors with one hand and figured it out probably better than some people would do and he's you know he's up 86 you know retired now but he showed up and it's it's good to see all different types of, of of old young i had a younger girl show up and uh she was a double below the knee and uh, she was working out at the Y, running, you know, like a miniature Blade Runner. Right. You know. You know, and 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 with that, uh, I had a lot of. I was trying to educate people a little bit about amputees too, is as I went through my daily things, I'll never forget this. It's funny. Uh, I went to Jackson's one of my grandson's soccer game at the Y, pull up on the bench, and I had to readjust my my leg and stuff so i pop it off and there's a family sitting <laughs> and dad and the two little younger brothers watch an older brother dad look at his what happened to his leg you know and mm-hmm. i i heard it right. and because they're kind of sitting for me to you and 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 you too and i'm like hey don't play soccer man soccer accident <laughs> and you should have seen them kids as their eyes got really big like dad he lost it on soccer and, you know so it's just like you know you joke around but if Heidi's daycare, man, they'll come bring my, my, the, the thing to me or, or, you know, the prosthetic mm-hmm. to me, they'll bring my socks to me, Papa, what do you need next? And, and, and they're only, you know, just right. And they're, but they're, all they want to know is what happened. Right. Yeah. You know, where's it at? Well, this is, is this what it looked like now? Right. They're not afraid of it. They're right. just, they're just full of questions. Right. And I think that's an important and I still get looks. I mean, I, I I still hear, you know, with more people around, or I'm see me, and I and and I tell me at Walmart or Hy-Vee or where am I at? Hey, it's okay if they ask. I I don't mind if they ask. Right. You know, I'd rather be honest with them. I was in an accident. I lost my leg, and this is what I got. Right. You know, just straight up. You don't got to go into details or nothing. Right. You're just yeah. You know. That's great. So sometimes. That exposure also leads to acceptance in other ways, too. Um, I mean, like, if these kids wouldn't have had any exposure to you and helping you with some of this stuff, I don't know. I've, I do feel like over the course of life, whether it's food, whether it's working with people, sometimes the more exposure you get to things, the more your mentality of what that person's gone through, what different things are with their life. 
I mean, you just look at things in a little slightly yeah. different yeah. way. I think if everybody asks, you know, us three sitting in this room, we're all different, right? Everybody says, well, man, I want to be that person. It's six foot, 180, built, blue eyes, blonde hair, whatever. We all, but if God made us all like that, we'd all look like robots running around. Right. Yeah. We won't be who we are today. Yeah. Right. You know, I think God made us the way we are. And, uh, you know, you just, that's the way I look at, you know, I got in, that's another thing. I, I just have a lot of different types of people in my life that God put in my life. And, uh, you know, I, here's a, here's one quick story. This just happened. I just threw, uh, um, had a friend, we're at the gas station, she's talking about, she has another friend, two kids, her 14-year-old son wants an old council radio record player, eight-track player with the radio in it, <laughs> Heck yes. so he can listen to his grandpa's records. That's great. I was like that when I was younger, too. I wanted the eight-track, I had the eight-track player in my bedroom. So I put action to it reached out to all my buddies, you know, because I've been here forever. Yep. Know a lot of people. Well, guess what I delivered today? I delivered a record player, <gasps> even come with the microphones, the eight track. Wow. Two That's amazing. hoods to it. Wow. To a little boy I don't even know. I just caught his story. That's great. But see, and that, like I said, I'm just being a normal guy. Right. I just overheard a need for a little boy looking for something. I don't need nothing from you. I don't, it's not about that. Right. It's about be able to give something like that. You made that kid's day. His sister once I heard a new iPod or yeah. some yeah. some new tech thing, right? All he wants to do is listen to his grandpa's records. That's amazing. That's so and, cool. And I thought, why not? Right. Like, like if I can make his day, why yep. not? That's and, awesome. and who knows what he, he might turn out to be, whatever, maybe do what you're doing. You right. know, who knows what right. that, that could change his life. All it takes is one and step. I just, I'm just trying to bless a little boy that's right. wanted something for Christmas. You that's know? awesome. That's great you you're know. doing stuff like that. You, you do a lot of stuff like that. Well, I just, you know, another buddy of mine, I dropped by and he had a tragedy in his life, you know, and had his whole family there. And I just gave him a big hug and... I won't tell you how much, but I just had a big, excuse me, I went by the mic, a big, okay. a big pile in the middle of the table. But I just felt led to give him X amount of dollars. And it's, I had his brothers and his, just all come give me a hug. I said it, I'm not trying to be a hero. Yep. I just knew him and the tragedy they went through. Right. And I'm just trying to help. Yep. Paying it forward. Like, Yeah. Like like Northeast Nebraska and what they did for me. Right. Yeah. I just felt like I needed to do what I needed to do. I'm just an ordinary guy. I'm not trying to be Superman, all this other stuff. Right. I just felt that I knew I was doing the right thing at the time. You give where you where you feel is necessary, yeah. which is yeah. fine. Yeah. Do you feel so, like before your experience, you would have been compelled to do and listen for the same things? Like I have had conversations with one of my really good friends about like, you know, really mindful listening to others sometimes. And like, 
I feel like there are events that can sometimes change your perspective. And do you feel like you would have picked up on some of those things and done the same kind of actions? I think with the radio thing, I I would have, because I just, I just felt that I, I, I just, it just says, Hey Jay, you know, a lot of people, you know, you, I'm older, but a lot of my older, older 55, a lot of my (laughs) friends, their parents or grandparents that they all have, I said, geez, these things should be buried under the garage in the basement, right. stacked with a bunch of stuff on it, not doing anything anyway. And they all right? still work. Yeah. And they, and that's that, the that's, crazy part. Right. Right. And so I just thought, yep. And I just thought, my, I think if you talk to my wife and my son, I'm not a giver. So I'm trying to change that outlook on them, saying, I, I, I do care. Yeah. You know, I actually do care. So, and like you said, Money's money's a tool. If you use the tool correctly, mm-hmm. it, it it can help change your life, you know, and do great things. Yeah. Right. But if you let it control you, I think that's where people get the mis direction of of that. They miss the point of life, honestly. Right. Right. So this is going to be a bad question to ask now because we're we're getting kind of late into the podcast. But we, you you answer this is in, in the most elaborate right elaborate way you want to. Okay, yep, do it. So, what advice do you have for any other amputees out there who are maybe struggling with what happened to them? And maybe you can tie that back into your support group or, or right. How you want I would I would I would say uh, if you're fighting, if you're struggling, which I know a lot of there there are. I I know a couple guys right now that. But it, they, they have to want to reach out, right? right. They, they, they have to, you, you'll have to want to go get it. If you want to sit and mope in it and, and sorry, I keep walking over. You're okay. Don't, you know, drag yourself down in it. You know, you, you just. And I guess the hopes would be they maybe listen to this podcast and hear your story and, yeah, and maybe uh, yeah, want to reach out to you. Yeah, for yeah the- that's great. You know, if someone wants to, and, and that's where you become an amputee. There's a there's a name for it, but like a mentor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like an amputee mentor. And yeah. I, I had one when I was in Madonna's that they they have a group that belong there that every amputee that comes in, it's my choice if I want them there or not. But of course I do because I want to know, hey, you know, I had this one guy in Madonna's show up. It was just, a year later, he said, Jay, I lost my leg. He said, but, and he, he brought his phone. Guess what I did today? I said, well, what'd you do today? He had a video of him ice skating. Wow. <laughs> After one year later. That's crazy. But that's dedication, putting that's the awesome. work in to do it. Well, I, I feel so good with my new leg. I said, man, I might try to go bowl now. I can almost speed walk with this thing now. So it's it's going to change my life. I was going to say, you were walking pretty fast to the bathroom. That was- so, so a lot of people, you know, and a lot of people don't know. I don't even know if you knew in, in March of this, this year, March, I had cellulitis infection in my good leg. I didn't know that. And so I was 28 days in the hospital, which they said I was septic. Yep. So people use the word septic. That's not good. Nope. They were going to cut this leg off, my good my good leg. Yep. So they were like two dots away from saying it it it, it, it would have went past my knee up into my thigh. Yep. They're they're cutting it off. It was ugly. It was ugly. Yeah, it was yeah, ugly. It was not, it didn't so look good. A, a lot of people don't understand. I I just been through a battle lately. It's just it's just been a battle. Yep. But I've been healthy. As everything's great. 
so you far. Look, you look good right now. I met, but it, it changes your life and you put on extra pounds here or there because just you're just not normal. You can't be healthy. Right. Right. So I'm trying to get there. I'm trying to get you healthier. Look healthy. And uh, yeah, I feel you do. I'm a side of beef. That's oh, whatever. <laughs> you look good. So, but yeah, I would just tell them, hey, hang in there. Don't give up and knowing that, hey, there is help out there. Just reach out. Right. Just just take that one time to reach out. It's always the one step. Yeah. And and if there there's someone, someone will be there to help. You know, if not, if you listen to this, you need help. Hey, Zach, and I'll leave him some information and yeah. and he can you can give me a holler. We can even you know? post it on uh well not, I don't want to post your personal information on Facebook, but we can we can maybe open up like a Q&A if people don't want to reach out specifically. They can do a Q&A through the Facebook page. Yeah. And then we can always do another um, episode yeah. with you just answering You know, and I, I I tried to reach out. The hospital did reach out, and they wanted us to do do it there. I'm not biased, but I asked Jody. I wanted to do like like you're doing. I, I wanted to stay away from like any group. Yep. I wonder, so people wouldn't feel like, oh, this is a hospital, and they just don't like hospitals. Right. You know, I wanted to make it more personalable yeah. Yeah. And, and be able to sit down and let their guard down, Yeah, right, and yeah. just be them. Be able to ask the questions that they want and not yeah. feel like they're being right. uh, judged or right. looked down on. Or um, have you, is, is there a lot of, uh, I shouldn't assume anything, but is, is there a lot of depression Involved with some amputees. Have you seen that in other amputees? Well, just even there's periods of my time too. Yeah, I was I was gonna. I, was I didn't know if you wanted to go into that or not. But see, that's that's where that mind game comes in. And I just had to tell myself, okay, stupid. You know, I I do I I I'm not weird. I'm not psycho. But you got to. I looked myself in the mirror and said, hey, it's 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 go time. Right. And I, I am dead serious. I sat in my room in Madonna's and I. Just if I'm crying at the time or not, I say shut. I just tell myself shut up. Right. Shut your mind off and say you're done emotionally. Just we're gonna do this. We're doing it. Yeah. You That's know, great. and people don't understand if 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 you're weak up here, then you, I mean I could have all the muscles in the world. Right. But there's a lot of uh, weak minded. Well. S- mind stuff that goes along with this too it's just oh yeah just it, you know just yeah, not yeah, about yeah. being strong yeah right. i can get up and walk but right. there's a lot of emotions that go yeah, i shouldn't have said weak-minded uh mental mental yeah me- a mental toll that it takes on your yeah on your and, and that's yeah, and, and that's why i wanted some other people to, to group in amputees where you just talk let it out yeah it doesn't mean about if we even when we talk about it, it's just getting some what's bothering you because there is stuff, you know, that I battled, you know, just be able to use the bathroom normally and just do simple things, mm-hmm. you know, that everybody else can do normal, just right. take it for granted right? until like this happens. That's half the reason why I started the other podcast that we do, The Useless Assumptions, was because I just really wanted to just talk and get my, some of my emotions out on that other, you know, the other podcast. And um, that's half the reason why I started it was to get some of my frustrations of the world out. And, right, you know, right. So I, I get it. And right. Sometimes you just got to voice it out. Yeah. So taking a whole turn here, and I didn't warn you about this. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> but I, was, I always warn everybody, and I forgot to warn you. Um, we're going to get a little political. Is that all right? Yeah. 
That's great. So with an election year coming up, how do you feel about where the state of the country is right now? And do you feel that we are being well represented at the federal and state levels? You mean just as as a person, what what my beliefs are? How do you feel? How do you feel well, we're I being? Just, well, do you I feel the country's from, in a good spot. Do you feel we're being well represented? Man, you're putting me on the spot. I know that's terrible. I've asked um, I've asked everybody this question. <laughs> so if you don't want to answer it, it's totally fine. Well, no, I just I just think my <clears throat> my opinion is I look after my son because God will take care of it. Um, tell you the truth, I I I, I don't. I'm worried more about even my what kind of country my grandkids are going to grow up into. Right. I mean, I I I've been fortunate enough to live 55 years and and have a good life. Um, I worry more about what their future it means more to me than anything. Right. Um. I would I would definitely, but I'd as far as the country, I. My opinion is I can't believe they can't find anybody like to run our country. Right. You know, I think it 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 is messed up to a point. We talk about this a lot, how they there's they're just career politicians that don't really give a, a rat's ass about anybody really. Right. Except and, for their own accord. And you know, me. I've I've a huge issue because with this accident, a lot of people don't know. Um, I chose not to go back to work, but the first thing work did to me, I I couldn't return back into my allotted time. So what do they do? They take my insurance away, and I worked thirty three years for my health insurance. Worked for that every single day. And to have that taken away, so for me, my life's changed. Where now, we're uh, it's his healthcare, and we we talked about that. It's we did. Our country, and and I'm finding out now because I didn't have to worry about it. If you're a working person, you you really don't have to worry about it. If you're a working person, and the and the it's a work provided insurance insurance group right. plan, it's it, it it's you don't have to worry about right. it. right. But if something, if you're taken out somehow or something, you have a change in your life, lose your job, whatever it is, I wish we had a one government insurance. It's based off whatever you make, tiered. But you, you, all of us in this room could get the same care. But what you pay is determined on how much you make. Some people make, Jay, that's not right, whatever. But... When I was in the hospital, I had a, a minister come when I was up there in March. He said there was a young fellow that had brain cancer and they were refusing to work on him because he didn't have insurance. And to me, that just, I, I just don't know where this world is going to go with my grandkids if if you're not or your guys' kids at the time, or whatever, how that's going to look by the time they're 30. Hopefully, hopefully there's going to be some systems put in place soon. Um, I guess so. If, if you're asking, you know, I just, you know, and, and I think what, what, what once again with politicians, and everybody, everybody agree is you're running, I'm running, next thing here's an ad against you, an ad against me, all this false information. So at we talk about that too. How it it's shouldn't just, be a fight. It should be just talking about the, the issues, issues, and talk about those only. There's That's, no need to right. 
especially we talk about a lot on the on the podcast about how even just one side of it. So we talk about the left and the right. You got people that are supposed to be working together right. on one political party, and they're fighting right. against each other because right. they're running for president. Like that doesn't that does nothing for the American people, right? To get issues resolved or to know who to vote for at that point, right? And I think that's even with the healthcare system. Find a better system that people can understand what you're getting or what you can get. Yeah. Excuse me. I think there's just more. Well, there's just so many diff- there's so many different avenues to go. Right. Now that maybe it wasn't that way in the past. I think that healthcare, whatever people think, Obamacare was not a good thing to put through for everybody to right. make it to make it where if you didn't get it at the time, well, you're gonna get. A tax, like if you didn't go get health insurance, you were going to have a tax penalty put on you. Right. Like, what if people don't yeah. like? If they took away the choice of it, and I get why they wanted to try to implement something like that it was for underprivileged people, but it kind of has made it difficult for the average person who doesn't have work provided health care to have an easy system to get it. Right. So. Right. Yeah, we'll we'll get oh, away from politics. politics. <laughs> Go oh, politics. politics. So right. Jay for president. That's what yeah, I hear. Yeah, Jay for president. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> where? So kind of, we're gonna try to kind of wrap up here. Where do you see yourself going in the future? Are you enjoying where you're at now? Um, obviously, you probably see yourself staying in Nebraska, probably especially Norfolk. I mean, you built your forever well, home. Well, yeah, but you know, I'm always one. <laughs> I've been looking at other things, mountain mountain homes and stuff down in Arkansas and <laughs> cabins and stuff. No, but I, I know you wanted to touch a little bit. Uh, my kids challenged me to do something I love to do, uh, so I started cooking. So I know we talked about uh, it's been a process, um, and uh, I remember down at Madonna's was another lady from Alabama. She goes, man, do you? you must like to cook. I said, yeah, yeah, I like to cook. She goes, you make homemade pie. I said, well, I can cook some pie for you, man. She goes, you should cook me some homemade pie. I'd come see you every day. <laughs> and so she was saying, well, what you going to name your, what you going to name your thing you want to do? Well, I, I said, uh, probably JJ's kitchen. Nah, she goes, I like one legged barbecue instead <laughs> or call it one legged. <laughs> and and so that 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 kind of got me going there a little bit but but yeah so I I got a some people you know just on Facebook and stuff I haven't thrown it out there uh you know uh, if I do get rolling it I I like to just leave it as JJ's kitchen you know yeah and uh so since the last time we talked so yeah I got a lot of response like I said I lived here my whole life I got a lot of people that I know that hit me up. Hey, you're going to cook. I, I want you to do a, our, our birthday party or a wedding anniversary and a, a graduation. And next thing I know, I got companies call me and I run to a person at the hospital, say, come up here. And people like you that own your, come on by Jay, we'll have you for a day. And, mm-hmm. and so the response has been amazing. So it kind of got me thinking, well, geez, I wanted to find like a building or a place like to cook bulk kind of out of. Right. And maybe do that. Well, along that process, you know, things 
take a little while. Yep. And I actually joined a cast iron club on Facebook. Nice. And I began some different pers- perspective how to maybe do some cooking with mm-hmm. that. And just I I want to make sure I I'm I'm going the right direction how, how I want to approach it. Right. And so you brought up everybody says, man, what kind of barbecue are you going to do? Or what you going to do burritos? And are you going to? And we talked about just comfort food. And and I want to just do what my grandma cooked for us. And and my mom cooked and just some good, good food. But in, in that same aspect, we just run into a few things here and there that kind of get me thinking. And I have a, a couple of good buddies in business that 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 uh, I asked, I've been asking them a lot um about uh just maybe get into a building and been talking to some other people about some equipment and stuff like that so things are taking a little bit longer than i would like them to take but i would rather try to do it close to right the first time instead of like my one buddy in business said jay if you jump into it next thing you know if you get too far deep yep it's not what you want or start hemorrhaging money. And yeah. yeah. He said, if you just start off with some basic steps, yep. you can work up. And he said, if, if I would have done that, uh, I would have been a lot better position, you know? And so, uh, it takes time to, to get a concept and idea. Yeah. I, yeah. And I'm not worried about, you know, I, I, I know I have support there. The, the people, if you're listening, I, I, I'm coming, you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll get there. Um, but, and, and, but just the other day I ran through McDonald's. Why McDonald's? But how do you want a fish sandwich with extra tartar sauce? Mm-hmm. So they got a better fish sandwich than anybody, I guess. But I said, well, I'll just grab a Big Mac. I was totally dis. Disappointed. Yeah. We don't in I, the patty. Yep. And what I paid for that. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you, if you're listening to me, I'll make, I'll give you a better price and a better burger than <laughs> only buddy would be close is probably the granary with their hired man's platter. That's yeah. a, that's an awesome burger. Yeah. But, you know, it's just crazy, you know, but people still go there. Yeah. I, I don't understand it. We don't eat a whole lot of fast food at all anymore and i've felt way better not doing it well yeah. that that too because you can almost yeah groceries have gone up but you, you can, can eat, eat cheaper at home yeah, cheaper at home i think a big mac meal large size nowadays is like 15 dollars yeah, right so yeah i could so, i can make you 10 big macs for 15 dollars i'll go no, buy so a steak I, in the store i, I guess that uh you just get a steak from the farm friends Heck yeah. Yes. yeah to just get it right off the farm right. Right? but uh you asked about the future and what I don't know, JJ holds or, or, you know, I, me and my wife had a discussion and, uh, uh, how do I want to say this? Uh, she would rather not have me get another motorcycle. Um, a lot of people said, well, the hell with her, you know, you go get one. But I, and I'll take you back to a story why she said this. Roger was over, helped me get my garage done. And my one son-in-law, I, if the guys on my benefit seen it, it's about three quarters of this wall, probably as tall as the ceiling. They did a die cast cut out of my symbol of my run mm-hmm. and they made one for me. So Roger's helped me with the garage, rearranging it. I said, yeah, put it on that wall right there. I said, 
I want it right there. Heidi comes down the ramp. She goes, no, I don't want it there. And Roger's wife was over there. And I'm like, come on, hon. I meant, you got the whole house. Just let me have the garage. I don't, just give me a space, right? right? And in a flash, she said, you're not the only one that lost something that day. Right. And just like that, it just hit me like a rock. Yeah. You know? Yep. And so I had to walk back in the house. We got it We got it buried behind my toolbox in the back where you can't see it. Yep. Because, yeah, she she's right. She didn't, she ain't the only one that lost something that day. Or yeah. I'm not the only one that lost something that day. Right. So there's, there's work in there and progress in there. Right. And, uh, uh, you know, some days, you know, it's hard. Some days it's, you know, you just take each bump as it goes, you know? Yep. And, uh, you learn to love on each other and, uh, uh, learn to go through life together, you know? You guys communicate really well too, which well, is a big piece. Yeah, that, that that's huge. You know, some days I still get upset. She gets upset Everybody too. does. You know, but it's just finding that time because, you know, how busy we still are with everything. That's why I asked her today. I, I really asked her, wanted to know, how much longer do you really want to do daycare? Right. So because, so we can, or loosen her up enough so she I, I think she's she's taken so much on and everything mm-hmm. because she f- feels bad that you know um and she thinks she just has to take that whole load yet makes sense and and you know we I, I've worked enough and and smart enough and 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 I, I, I'm not the best but try to be more keener with my money so you know we can make it stretch right you know, and try to do the right things um, with it so I can help her just kind of take that load off. So not saying daycare, days, her, and, and you know that. W- once you have your clientele, it's you, it, it is. It allows her something to do, but I just would like her to kind of just take some time herself and just even, she's always kidding, like, I, I need a vacation, like, by myself. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, if you... If you want one, take one. Right. Not not saying there's nothing wrong here, right? It's sometimes you need your own space. Like oh, yeah. like you if do. I go deer hunting, you know, uh sometimes just sitting there by yourself and just to be able to think a little bit and just be you and right. it that's okay. That's healthy. For sure. It's very you know? healthy. Yeah. And so I think that's where I am today. You know, I'm just I'm and, and back to talk to my investor. I, I and I was trying to explain to Heidi, cooking gives me. It's not about the money I can make at it or the work, the work I have to do with it. It's about giving me a purpose. Right. Right. It's just about as a man, I've I, I I've I've I had that purpose for 33 years. Right. Working for a family, growing the kids, raising kids getting them all done. Now they're all out. And now you almost look at your wife. So who are you? Yeah. <laughs> right. Because you almost got to like re. Yeah. And, and, and it takes work that yeah. takes work. Well, any relationship takes oh, work yeah. anyway. Yeah. Anyway. But, right. Yeah. And uh, so sometimes it's, 
it's getting back to that. But I, she even she, we both talked, and she said, "You you need to find yourself again." Well, so hopefully this JJ's kitchen will get yeah, you. Yeah, you know I I love people, and you know that I I, and I think conversation's good, and you know that get off your chest. But I think food can bring people together. Yeah. We sit around at dinner and eat. What do you do at holidays? Sit around food and yep. or play cards. And food brings everybody together, right? And then you get some you don't want, but no, <laughs> yeah, right. But 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 no, but, but yeah. So great. Well, we're gonna kind of wrap up here. Probably, if you get the food stuff going, we'll get you back on again. Oh yeah. And if you feel you have yeah. more to talk about about anything we discussed, well, then maybe you need to elaborate on. We'll get you back on for another episode but make sure to be on the lookout for jj's kitchen is that we're gonna yeah that's what i'm gonna stick with so be on the lookout for that he may do brick and mortar he may do food truck we don't he doesn't know yet yeah but the food looks good looks really good good. so what what's your opinion real quick do you think norfolk would support a bs cafe like a like the name like i'm talking about like four in the morning till noon Ooh. Call it the BS Cafe. It, it could, depending. You might not be able to be open every day from 4 a.m. to... Well, just like the old truck haven. Yeah. Well, that's, you're saying old truck haven. Well, right? just, so but a cafe but where, it, yeah. where there's a lot of people that... Got to be in a good spot. Got to be in a good spot. But I thought where the food... The food is hot, but the BS is even hotter. Oh, look at that! There you go. It <laughs> That's could. your so slogan. You, you know, but well, I, people out there, if you if you if you think that'd be a good idea, make sure to go to our page and and tell us if you think that'll work. Yeah, you know, I just I was thinking about that the other day how I could whip anybody's Burger King, McDonald's, oh, Taco yeah. John's breakfast. Oh my right. gosh, we could so use a good <laughs> breakfast place in For this sure. town. But, yeah, but no, just just one of them crazy little things that are back here well go, go to agent life media group if you feel like that the city could use something like that go give us a, a nice yeah. comment and saying that you could if you guys want i don't do you want facebook followers do you is that you want me to shout that out do you want people to be adding you on facebook or? oh yeah they can if they want yeah sure so you can go find jay on on yep, facebook, facebook just jay belts yep on facebook um make sure to you know check out uh jj's kitchen and and Go check it out if once he uh, yeah. once he gets it going. Yeah. So hey, Jay, really appreciate you making the time to be here. Yeah, I appreciate you guys. Anita. Thank you, Anita too. Thank That's you. That's been so fun. Awesome. <laughs> well, we will catch you guys next time. <laughs>